All right, hey friends, Jen Amos here. Wanted to give a quick announcement and actually a reminder to all of you. If you did not listen to the last episode with my mom and sister, then why haven't you? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, if you didn't listen to that episode, I actually want to remind you of an exciting announcement for the Filipino American Women Project podcast show. So fun fact, December is my birthday month as well as Nani's birthday month. And what better gift to give both of us than to help us get nominated for the Golden Crane Awards 2020 presented by the Asian American Podcasters Association. A little bit about the Asian American Podcasters 2020 Asian Podcast Awards is that this award honors podcasts of distinction and overall excellence. While the purpose is to recognize and increase visibility of Asian and Asian American podcasters, winning a golden crane also encourages underrepresented showrunners to further strengthen their voices and highlight their work. And if you've loved our show so far and you want to continue to help us get recognized and get our stories and voices heard, then you want to help us get nominated for this award. Simply visit the Asian American Podcasters website at aapodcasters.org and look for the section where you can nominate us or you can check out the show notes of this episode to get that link. And also quick tip. If you would like to waive the $15 entry fee to get us nominated, all you have to do is sign up to become a member of the Asian American Podcaster Association. And also that link will also be provided in the show notes. And it's pretty simple. You just put your name and email. And as long as they have your email on file, even if they haven't accepted your application yet, that still qualifies you to waive that $15 fee and get us nominated. So once again, you can visit AA as an Asian American podcasters.org, which is the website aapodcasters.org uh, to help us get nominated for the award. Or of course, you can check out the show notes and remember to waive that $15 fee. All you have to do is submit your name and email to become a member of the Asian American Podcasters Association. Thank you all so much for your support. We love you all. Let's continue to amplify our voices and put Filipino American women on the map. (laughs) All right. With that said, thank you all so much. And please enjoy this bonus episode with Nani and myself. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as TIFA Project for short. And as always, I have my incredible co-host with me, Nani Dominguez. Nani, welcome back. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. We missed you. And you know what, Nani, I just thought of this, but lately I've been doing my best to like spread extra love out there lately. Like I was on a professional, like I was on a Zoom session the other day in like a professional networking group and like no joke. At the end of the conversation, I said like, hey, y'all, like, I know I just met some of you, but I just want to let you all know that I love you and I'm here for you if you like need a friend and I appreciate you all being here. And I actually got that from one of our past guests on the show. Allison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that reminds me of what she said when she starts one of her classes. She tells all her students like, hey, I love you. 
Yeah, exactly. She's like most people are like, um, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I definitely got it from her. And the reason why I bring this up is because today we're having a pretty candid conversation. And depending on if we're able to have a special guest on later, we're going to improvise today. So if that doesn't happen, you get at least this first portion. <laughs> you get us. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get us, which is like, you know, you're welcome. Like, it's great when it's just Nani and I talking, right? I like to believe so. <laughs> I hope so. But anyway, so I want to open up by just being very candid and sharing that I usually have seasonal depression around this time of the year in December. It's kind of come to me like every single year. And every year I try to get better at like being proactive about it. And this year I have been extremely, extremely cognizant of it because, you know, the pandemic happened and it's still happening. And I think that a lot of people, you know, kind of maybe had reverted back to maybe their addictions or like whatever ways they worked out of. But because we are in this state, like I read a post somewhere in Nani that said like, it's not human nature to be used to being in an emergency state for this yeah. long. And because of that, like if you have exhausted your coping mechanisms and you have reverted back to how you used to be, you know, how you used to deal with things that maybe aren't as healthy, it's because of this situation. We were not prepared. We were not, you know, it's not built in us to be in this emergency state for so long. And so part of why I'm this year, I've decided for December to talk to more people and be more in community is to not necessarily like shun my seasonal depression, but to work through it. And there's a book I really love that I kind of bring up over and over again called The Upward Spiral by Alex Korb. And it's really a book that I think is great for people who have depression. It doesn't fix depression, but it gives you ideas on how to Take your depression in your own hands and find practical, healthy ways to work through it. Also work with it because, you know, depression kind of becomes for a lot of people who have it, it's like that roommate in your head, that permanent roommate that'll never go away. So you just learn to live with it. And so for me, I'm using this time of the year to really be in community with people, really connect with people, be transparent with what I'm going through. Because I also find that a lot of people also feel the same way. So we can look out for each other, right? And so I wanted to open up with that and talking about the importance of community, especially in these times, especially as the holidays are, you know, here already. And this could be a very emotionally charged time for a lot of people. Okay. Anyway, I know I said a lot. So Nani, I thought I'd hand it off to you yeah, <laughs> and get your no, thoughts. I just want to, you know, publicly commend you. I know we talked about this offline before, but I want to publicly commend you for doing that and for really being so proactive about initiating that process of finding community and really engaging with community and looking for that in different spaces as well. I know you've found a new support group that's really helping you and that's referred you to a new counselor that you're seeing that so far you really like. And yes, <laughs> I think that that is really awesome because also I think a lot of people with depression will wait and try and maybe sweep it under the rug or deal with it in other ways before they reach out for help. You know, there's still very much a stigma around mm -hmm. seeking out mental health services. So I appreciate the transparency and the trailblazing in kind of normalizing that process and learning to live with it, like you said, instead of always just viewing it as something that's going to bring you down. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for acknowledging that. And I mean, I don't like to believe I'm a trailblazer, but if I am to some people, um, definitely are (laughs) in in regards to, you know, destigmatizing mental health, I'm happy to be that person for people. So a little bit about what Nani said. So (laughs) I have a lot of support in my life right now, which I don't take for granted. So I'm actively in couples counseling. I just got a therapist for myself. I use a platform like Seven Cups. Shout out to Asia, who was a past guest because she actually referred, she actually brought up Seven Cups in her mm-hmm. interview way back when. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. Like, not only do I use it as a space to talk to trained strangers who are there to listen to you. But I even decided to go on the other side and be a listener for other people as well. And uh, anonymously, which is like the best part, because people can just really feel like themselves. And that has been a form of self-healing. And I'm also like just reaching out to friends and letting them know like, hey, like this is a time where I really deal with seasonal depression. And so just to get their support and then obviously being transparent about it on the show. You know, I guess I would just want to say, like, I don't take this moment for myself for granted because it's like it's come a long way for me. Like if people think like, oh, my God, Jen's just so proud to be like openly depressed. And it's like, well, (laughs) it's like, well, in a way I am because I worked really hard to get here. Like, And, you know, a lot of other people struggle with this and that no one talks about it or at least not in a public, transparently public way. And so in that way alone, you are a trailblazer because you do that and you make other people feel comfortable to say, oh, maybe that's something that I should explore. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, in this time, I think what I want to share with people is the moment you feel like you need to isolate yourself, that you need to hide yourself. When you say to yourself, but I don't want to be a burden to other people. Mm -hmm. Those are all red flags or signs to be in community. So really part of this conversation today is continuing to press the importance of community. Going back to my favorite book on depression, Upward Spiral by Alex Korb. He talks in there that one of the best ways, he actually, I think he mentioned this at the end of the book. So spoiler alert, (laughs) but he really mentions at the end that one of the best ways to combat depression is to be in community, but have a healthy community, right? It's not just, you know, defaulting to your friends and family that you've known since childhood, which is great, but also expanding to um, incorporating other relationships in your life that could be, Mm -hmm. let's say, healthier sometimes, right? And just being open to that expansiveness, because if there's anything that I was telling one of the listeners on Seven Cups recently, is that I realized that it takes a village to help any one person. And the reality is, actually, my my couples counselor therapist said that we are hardwired for community, for connection. I love and that. Because otherwise, like depression, I mean, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not talking about depression as a whole. It's more about my own story of depression. But, you know, I find that my depression can really breed and grow when I'm by myself, you know, like when I'm in isolation. So what I do in my weird mind is that I will kind of dig deep in trying to find out like why I feel that way. And once I find a very sad story in my life, I cling on to it. Like I like I repeat that story in my head. I'm like, this is who I am because I lost my dad at 10, you know, like just like constantly repeating that in my head. It's like, oh, like, you know, people who grew up with parents, like both parents and are still together today. It's like, oh, I envy those. Right. But it's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I don't anymore. I've worked through that. (laughs) But the point is that. But it makes sense to feel that way when you're in that kind of state. And mm -hmm. I feel like the more you repeat 
the more you narrate that to yourself and keep repeating that story, the more you believe it as your truth. And then the harder it is to get out of or work through or change Mm -hmm. when really you have the power to change that anytime. And, you know, it is a sad fact Mm -hmm. that that happened and that it's affected you in this way, but it doesn't have to be the end all be all, you know, there's still life ahead of us. Yeah, beautifully said. Yeah. So, you know, we really just want to be open and candid about like what we're doing for ourselves to take care of ourselves in this time. And one thing I want to encourage people is to not wait till you need it, like to not wait till you need help to get help. But if you're already contemplating it, if you've already had experience where you felt like you didn't want to be a burden to other people, because I know that's very common as Filipinas to feel like, oh, I don't want to share this with them because it's going to interrupt their day. It's going to interrupt their life. And like, I don't want to do that to them. Like, I literally am having a conversation with someone like that right now. Yeah, Yeah, where they're telling me like, oh, well, I don't like I don't want to tell this person how I really feel because, you know, they're so busy and I don't want to interrupt them. Like, I don't want to, you know, ruin their focus and whatever they're working on at this time. And I think it's a tragedy to think that, you know, and to think that like you're not allowed to take space or you think that you're taking too much space when you talk about that, you know, talk about how you really feel. And the reality is you are entitled to having that space. And what I've come to learn is that I'm actually doing my loved ones a service by being honest in this way, because I have come to find that they want to be there for me. They want to know how to help. You know, they may not know how to do it perfectly like my husband, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) but he's willing to go through the hard work of, let's say, couples counseling to figure it out together. And it's been a very fruitful and beneficial experience. Yeah, no, I love that. I think I was just having a similar conversation with someone from my family earlier today too, when we were offline talking and then I got interrupted with a phone call. So that definitely resonates with me. And I think all the women that have raised me in my family, you know, it goes back to the whole, like you put yourself last, you take care of Mm -hmm. everybody else first. And that's how we all operate. It's really hard to break out of that cycle or to even just recognize the importance of creating space for yourself. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, what I tell this one family member that I'm talking about all the time is like, you need to hold space for yourself. You need to hold space for yourself because you're always stressing about what he's doing, what she's doing, what everybody else needs. And everyone's always pulling your arms in all the different directions. (laughs) But sometimes you have to say no and draw boundaries and boundaries, at least in my family, are very difficult for us. We're not good at those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think one thing I want to mention, since we are talking about like the fact that you, you know, Nani, you do have community, you have a big family, you know, that you can confide in and be connected with and get help from. So on, you know, on one end, we're encouraging you all to be in community. The second thing to that is that if you are already in community to be mindful of your own mental health while you're with them and know that you can set boundaries. Like you don't always have to, you know, tell everyone your problems if you don't want to, or, you know, you can, you know, learn to, I know one thing that I tend to become a victim of very often is I feel responsible for someone else's feelings or someone else's problems. Mm -hmm. And even for myself, I've learned to be like, you know what, like there's a Bible verse I like, I like, I think I'm going to tattoo this on me on one day. Yeah. But my favorite, my favorite Bible verse is Ecclesiastes three. And there's a verse in there. It talks about how there's a time and place for everything. And there's a verse in there that says there's a time and place for everything. There's a time to embrace and there's a time to refrain 
from embracing. So what that really means is like, there's a time to care about people, but then the way that I interpret it, at least there's a time to let people learn their own lessons. There's a time Mm -hmm. for them. You have to allow them to figure it out on their own. And so so that's one thing. Yeah. And that's one thing I've definitely have learned and continue to learn and everything. But yeah, I think those are just two big things that I want to bring up is the importance of community, but also, you know, protecting yourself and giving yourself that space and boundaries if you already have a community. Yeah. And also knowing that you can find that community of support in other spaces as well. It's not like you're tied to your friends or you're tied to your family or you're tied to whoever it is that you seek support from now, like be open-minded to finding that kind of help in podcast shows Mm -hmm. or online communities or, you know, wherever else that you can find like-minded people or just people that are going through what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So speaking of which, Nani, so I talked a little bit about the stuff that I'm involved with and the stuff that I've been doing to seek mental health, but you actually are helping an organization promote mental health and you've recently been featured (laughs) with Real Time Community Oakland. So yeah, at the time of this recording, our listeners who are subscribed to our newsletter would have already received this update and have seen this video. So first of all, Nani, like that was an amazing video that was put together. Tell us for our listeners that are hearing about it for the first time, tell us a little bit about that video and the organization that, you know, you're currently supporting. Yeah. So that was a project that I did through my day job. Real-time community connected us or connects us with a bunch of nonprofits locally who are just looking for pro bono work. And it's an opportunity to kind of build your professional skills outside of your nine to five role which is always something that I've struggled with and not known how to like step out of the space that I'm in to switch career paths and do something that I might enjoy more. So it just seemed like it was a really good fit for me when I found this organization. It's called Beats Rhymes in Life. They're locally here in Oakland and they basically use hip hop music and culture to bridge marginalized youth in the Bay Area to seeking mental health services and, you know, working to eradicate the stigma around seeking mental health services Mm. like we were talking about before. So it really just is very aligned with like everything in my life. And at that particular time, I was also struggling with what I think now was probably depression, although I probably wouldn't have used that word back then. Mm -hmm. And it was something that really helped me work out of that. And I think I did that or I started that project right after I started working here with the TIFA project. So it was all kind of like, again, my stars aligning. And so this video, I thought that they were just asking me to, I thought that they were doing a video on that organization and that they just wanted me to give a little spiel about the work I did with them. Little did I know until I got there that the video was supposed to be surrounded about me. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So I ended up shooting from like you know, early in the morning, like 9 or 10 a.m. to like mm-hmm. 6 o'clock or something. Wow. Like all day long we were doing this. And I've never done anything like that before. So it was a new experience for me. But yeah, everyone at Real Time was such a gem. So easy to work with. They even let me bring my dog in one of the shots. Yes, I saw <laughs> that. Guys, if you've seen the video, you can meet my little Dallas, my puppy. That's not a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> my 10-year-old puppy. <laughs> But yeah, so then I think they 
covered, they ended up talking about the podcast, about my blog, Mm -hmm. and more so about like my story and how doing that project and working with those organizations helped me come out of my funk, kind of. And also, of course, using it as promotion to try and get other people to sign up for that program. So, yeah, thank you for that recognition. Yeah, no, I um, I have to admit and don't like think I'm creepy or anything, but I watched it a couple of times. <laughs> thank you. Oh, I like I, that. I watched it a couple of times because, I mean, first of all, I really like what the organization is doing to promote mental health to youth of color through rapping. Like, I think that's so brilliant because growing up, mental health was a stigma for me too. You know, like any person of color growing up, it's like, I would hear common messages of like, what are you crazy? You know, like, are you, are you psychotic? What's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah, What's wrong with you? And like, nowadays it's like, I talk about my therapist or my therapy session. I'm just a human and this is what humans do. Yeah. It's like saying, (laughs) Hey, shit that we need to talk about sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, Hey, I need help. And it's like, if I wanted to improve, like if I wanted to tone up my body, I'd probably get a personal trainer. You know, like if I wanted to improve in business, I'd get a business coach. You know, if I wanted to improve in life, I'd get a life coach. And in this case, it's like, I want to unpack like whatever's going on in my head. So I need a therapist. But, you know, obviously the way that I appreciate therapy is now is not how I appreciated it back then. And so I just love like the way that they approach it. And I could just imagine like, first of all, how these kids, how cool they feel, you know, to like learn how to rap, but also like the video said to have a safe space to be vulnerable with one another and really have that reflect like in their rapping. Yeah. Yeah. And the music that they produce. And I think it's also like a self-soothing tactic, right? So like when you're Mm -hmm. feeling rattled or you're feeling whatever you're feeling and it's not encouraged for you to seek help, it's like you can help yourself. You can self-soothe. Like I think that doing these projects and doing it in a creative way, whether it's through art, like we were talking about an art therapist earlier Mm -hmm. or through music or whatever, or making music is really about recognizing your own ability to heal yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then the last thing I want to say is just how proud I am of you for doing that video, because I felt like you were really telling your own personal story of like what you've been through, how you were going through like a weird identity crisis at the time. And you know, showing us how something such as this organization was able to help work through that. But I'm just so proud of you that you did that because I think that, yeah, because I think that, I mean, obviously, as we grow as co-hosts, I see and I witness you stepping into your power that much more and being more opinionated. And obviously with your blog and everything, you're just being more public with how you, you know, really feel on the inside and really sharing that with our community. So, you know, for you to have done this video with them, even not knowing fully that it was going to kind of be a feature on you. Um, You could have easily been like, uh, no, you know, like you could have easily like like push that away, but I'm so glad that you went with it anyway. I don't know if it was because of peer pressure, but I'm just glad you went with it anyway. (laughs) I got there and then I had no choice. I couldn't turn back. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, uh, where's the exit? (laughs) No, but I, I am very proud of you for having done that. And I encourage everyone to check the show notes of this episode to watch that video and really open up your mind to different types of therapy because it's, you know, for me, I love talk therapy because I'm a podcaster. I like talking, you know, but in this circumstance, maybe it could be rapping. Maybe it could be art. Maybe it could be anything else. But I hope that even in just watching this video, you can open up your mind to the possibilities of other options of therapy. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you 
for that recognition again. And I have worked really hard since I did that. And I think I kind of like forget about that time in my life and forget about what was going through my mind and what was in my heart when I joined Tifa, when I did the project with Beats, Rhymes and Life, like those two specifically and my blog are all things that have really helped me like find my voice. And like you said, just practice being more unapologetic about the way I actually feel and more outspoken. And that's something that I've always really struggled with and still do. Mm-hmm. But it's important to have these moments of recognition where we look back on where we came from and see like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you know, I'm in it every day doing the work. But there has to be a time where you're like, oh, but it could have been like, you know, I used to be like that. And now right. I'm like this, like that is actually significant accomplishment. And so I don't think that we take enough time out to celebrate ourselves sometimes. So I appreciate mm-hmm. you highlighting that here. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm here for. In case you forgot <laughs> to celebrate yourself. I'm like, Nani, let's celebrate you right now because exactly. that was really you cool. always do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we need to do it for each other, right? Like it's important. But again, like I am very proud of you for having done that. And again, I encourage our listeners to check out that video and, you know, learn a little bit more about Nani because, you know, as we grow as co-hosts and as we grow with you all on the show, like we're going to reveal more parts of ourselves. Like literally just last episode, you all got to meet my mom and my sister, (laughs) you know? So we hope that we can continue to grow with all of you and encourage you to be in community with us, or at least seek it out for yourself and get the mental health resources you need to set healthy boundaries. Once you attain that kind of community. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Yeah. So speaking of community, I do want to take this time to talk about our listeners. And we've had a couple people, you know, we had a couple people reach out to us and engage with us. So just as a reminder, I realized I didn't bring this up at the beginning of our conversation. We are more engaged via newsletter as well as text message. And so Nani, just real quick, since you released the latest newsletter this week, remind our listeners like why the newsletter is so important to us and so important to like us engaging with our listeners in this way. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a lot of resources that we share in the newsletter. I feel like every week we're adding like a new section or a new column because we want to be so inclusive with it. And again, we're open to whatever you guys want to promote, whether you have a business, you're holding a workshop or a webinar, or you put out a blog post or whatever kind of resources that you're coming across or creating online. We really want the newsletter to be, or we're making the newsletter a hub for all of that. Oh, and the way that we used to, you know, engage with you guys on Instagram and talk to you guys directly, we want to do it through that platform now. So we have like a note underneath our, the opening little like letter that I write to you guys. I always include a link that says you can message us there and, you know, write whatever you want. And as Jen has mentioned before, we also have a phone number you can text or emails that you can email. So there's lots of ways to get a hold of us, but I would highly encourage you, if you haven't been already, to check in with our newsletter, which usually goes out on Fridays, to find all those cool resources and just stay kind of afloat with everything that's going on in the community. Yeah. And Nani, I know you have been working so hard with that newsletter. So just thank you again for the energy and the heart and the love that you put into it. I mean, I would like toss one thing or two in there every now and then, but you really are the one like running the show with the newsletter. So I can't thank you enough. 
I enjoy it. <laughs> oh, thank God. No. <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm so glad. I'm so glad someone is. Cause like, you know, again, I like to joke that if I were to do it, I probably wouldn't put as much heart into it because my heart is put it into the podcast show and producing it and putting it out there. So it's just great to, you know, kind of tag team it in that way and have you uh, work on that end. And as Nani had mentioned, yeah. So we're just talking a little bit about this offline, but you know, Nani and I aren't, you know, at least for me, I don't strive to be a social media influencer or in the maybe typical sense that you would be thinking. Like I don't have thousands of followers, you know, like, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person that lives and dies by my social media accounts, you know? And if I do post on there, I usually try to do my best to post something positive or give like a little snippet of my life and like the food that my husband cooks. Like he's picked up gourmet cooking during yeah. the pandemic. And so I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, so <laughs> and we like, can all be jealous. <laughs> you know, it's it's so funny because I've had people message me. They're like, what's the recipe to that? You know? Yeah. And luckily Scott, like he like YouTubes everything. So you I can just start be- like a food page. Yeah, we we talked a lot about that. Yeah, that's definitely probably in the future works. In the works. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one of our things. But yeah, I'll just be like, hey, honey, can you give me like the YouTube video you watched, you know, to put that together? And then I just send it to people. So to our listeners who've engaged with me uh, on my personal accounts, I want to thank you for doing that. And I want to continue encouraging you to do that because I appreciate it. And, you know, I'm more so... Maybe this is just the introvert in me that's really showing through social media, but I prefer direct messaging people, to be honest. Like, I'm not really big on like, you know, posting something big on social media and then like, yeah, yeah, on the feed and engaging with people that way, because I feel like that can invite trolls, you know? And so for me, it's more like, hey, if you have something to say to me, just direct message me, you know, like, I just want to have a one-to-one conversation with you. And, you know, I think that's the introvert in me that values, you know, that kind of quality connection with people. And so, so you could find us on social media, or if you're not a really big social media person, kind of like us, we do have a phone number like Nani had hinted. So you could check it out in the show notes, or you can pull up your phone if you're not on it already and write down our number, which is 415. (laughs) I always feel like I forget this and I don't. Okay. (laughs) 415-484-TFAW, as in the Filipino American woman, or the number is 8329. So once again, that's 415-484-TFAW. 8329. So is that good, Nani? I didn't like switch any numbers on accident. No, it was perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, good. (laughs) So anyway, let's go ahead, Nani, and give a couple shout outs to some people who've really taken this opportunity to engage with us because we want to remind you all that Nani and I are everyday human beings, like doing the everyday hustle of employment or entrepreneurship. And we just happen to have a mic in front of our mouths and here we are engaging with you, but we're very much real people who are very hungry for community just as much as you are. And if you have really enjoyed our show and you kind of feel like we're your sisters, you know, like actually very often, Nani, I hear people say like, oh, you're like the sisters I've never had, you know, it's like, I feel like they feel like they could be a part of the conversation without necessarily having to commit to the relationship, which is fine. Like, it's kind of like following your favorite actor, actress, or celebrity. It's like, oh, I feel like, you know, I'm connected with them, but I don't have to put in the effort to build a relation. I mean, not that I can, but yeah, yeah, the engaged thing. So let's go ahead and give a couple of shout outs to some of the people we've had on the show or have engaged with us via email or text message. So Nani, I know that we recently just had a message from Leslie. So yeah, uh, before we started recording this morning, I just, or as we started talking this morning, I got a message from one of our past guests, Leslie Legacion. Maybe we can insert later whatever number her episode is so you guys can go listen to it. 
But she said, hi, Jen and Nani. This is Leslie Legacion from San Jose. I'm currently on a walk right now listening to your Thanksgiving episode and just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to share my story on your show. It definitely has been a highlight this year in the midst of the pandemic. Like I mentioned to y'all during my interview, you guys are like my social media sisters. Can't wait to connect with you both again and praying for your journeys and the growth of this wonderful platform. Sending love from San Jose Ates. So oh, thank you, that. Leslie. We so, so, I mean, I, I responded to her already and let her know, but we do really appreciate and value so much, A, your contribution to the show and B, the feedback that you give us. So yeah, stay tuned. I don't know when we're not going to make a commitment, but we are going <laughs> to be reaching out to past guests soon to like catch up with everyone and see if anyone wants to, you know, do a, a second interview to give us some updates on what's new in their life. So Leslie will definitely be one of those people when we get around to that. Yes. And it's recorded now, so we don't have a choice. <laughs> but in, so, in case, so thanks, Nani, for putting that on our plate. My no, I'm bad, just kidding. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, you might no. want to cut that out. <laughs> no, keep it. It's funny. It's fine. Okay, so I don't forget. It, so I don't forget. <laughs> but cut out the part about us talking about cutting it out. Please. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. So it sounds I'll, natural. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I actually had a chance to look up her episode on our website, tfawproject.com. That's tforproject.com. And one of the fun things I enjoy about our website, by the way, Nani, which is actually one of our sponsors, Captivate.fm, is that if you're trying to find a past guest on the show, we actually have a search bar on the top. And so what I did was I just typed her name in the search bar on top and her episode popped up. So yes. there you go. So that makes it very easy for us. So for people that want to learn more about Leslie and her story and what she's talking about, check out episode 63, which came out August 7th, 2020, which, wow, I can't even believe that was already like four months I ago. I know. Time is ridiculous. flying. That's yeah, it's crazy. So Leslie, thank you for your engagement. Just like what Nani said, I piggyback everything that she said. Let's go ahead and talk about the next person. I want to give a shout out to Katrina, her IG handle. Hope she doesn't mind me calling, like saying this and promoting her. <laughs> but her IG handle is Katrina still draws and Katrina is spelled with a K. So K-A-T-R-I-N-A. So still draws as in she's still drawing. <laughs> and she's really cool. She just reached out to us recently. She She's currently an art therapy student and I guess, fun fact, elevator music fan, which, you know, I agree. I like elevator music. I kind of miss elevator music since I don't go in elevators anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've been in an elevator with music like, in a long time. <laughs> like since the pandemic. Yeah. So shout out to Katrina. She says here, hey, Jen and Nani, my name's Katrina. I'm a 27 year old half Filipino art therapy student in Seattle. So shout out to Seattle. We got, we got a lot of people in Seattle listening to our show, by the way. So she says, I found your podcast while I was in the Philippines. It's so relatable. I almost cringe because I feel like I'm reveling in my ethnocentrism, but I love it. So Katrina, thank you so much for saying that. I had to Google ethnocentrism with Nani <laughs> a little earlier. <laughs> yes, this is a new word for us, but it yeah. definitely, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I don't know, Nani, if you want to give your take on the word ethnocentrism, because we were talking yeah. about it and I felt like you explained it better than me. So in case anyone wants to know, the word of the day is ethnocentrism. The word of the day is ethnocentrism, people. And it <laughs> means that basically you develop a specific idea of how the world works and of other cultures that are different than your own based on your own. So I think what she's trying to say is listening to our show is really just helping her realize how much her Filipino identity has shaped the way mm. that she views the rest of the world. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's a really important thing for everyone to kind of explore and something obviously we talk about a lot on this show because it's real talk, you know, it's real shit. Right. You're the way that you are shaped shapes the way that you view the rest of the world. So, yeah. Beautifully said, beautifully said. I think we've all been in that place of reveling in that kind of realization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks, Katrina, for engaging with us. She also had an idea for the show, which if it comes into fruition, we'll definitely bring it up <laughs> in an upcoming episode. So thank you, Katrina, for you know reaching out to us and giving us some um, ideas for the show. We're always open to you know learning more about like how can we continue to grow as a podcast and as a collective. <laughs> so the next two people I want to talk to are actually college students slash recent graduates. And so I want to give a shout out to Chachi in Hawaii. She actually runs a podcast show Reclaiming Philippine X Identity. So that's her IG handle for the podcast. So once again it's Reclaiming Philippine X Identity. And Chachi had actually reached out to our show in the past, back in season one, and she would leave us a couple of voice messages. I'm not going to air out her dirty laundry, but I just want to thank you, Chachi, for reaching out to me personally to confide in me. She's already like one of a couple people who've reached out to me and asked me advice on a professional and a personal level. (laughs) And so it's just nice to know that We've created the safe environment where our listeners feel like they can talk to us as sisters and share, like, even though, like, I know nothing about her, you know, it's like the fact that she feels so safe to open up about very personal things means a lot to me. I don't take that for granted. So Chachi, I just want to give you a shout out and thank you for, you know, trusting me and allowing me to be there for you in regards to, you know, supporting you with your personal life as well as your professional career. Before I get to the next person, Nani, I thought I'd get your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I mean, Chachi has interacted with us a lot when I was back, like, more active on our Instagram page. I remember interacting with her a lot. And she's just such a sweetheart and such a ball of fun. I feel like it's always a pleasure talking to her. Yes. Okay, so the next student, she's a recent grad. And we actually interviewed her episode 62, which came out July 31st, 2020. Ugh, I just feel like this was forever ago, Nadi. Like, I know. Blows my freaking mind. Like, how? <laughs> I was Maybe like, oh, the time going. Oh, it's just so crazy. I can't believe my birthday at the time of this recording is like already in 10 days, too. It's like, I'm just like, what is going on with my life? But anyway, shout out to Ashley Lanuza. So she had reached out to me recently as well to talk about her professional career. And she is someone, hopefully, Ashley doesn't, he doesn't mind me sharing this, but she is looking to build a side hustle. Like, you know, she's living that normal, that kind of typical employee kind of life that you would expect once you finish school. She landed a job, good for her. And now she's exploring options outside of that to possibly you know, have some kind of side hustle or do some freelance work. And because I've been in this space for about a decade and just side, you know, side note, I'm not like, I'm not perfect at this, by the way, I'm still failing forward and, you know, figuring out this entrepreneurial life. As we all are. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's (laughs) trying to figure out life anyway. So there you go. But anyway, she had reached out to me and asked me for advice on what it would be like to transition as a freelancer if she wanted to go that route fully. And so Ashley, I just want to thank you for coming to me and talking to me about that. Personally, this is just a a personal thing that I I tend to definitely want to be there and make space for 
you know, Filipinas who are looking to make that leap because I had to deal with it my own way and the hard way. <laughs> so if I can talk to other Panais or Filipinas who are choosing to take that path, I'm here for it. Like I'm here to tell you all my mistakes and all the mistakes I continue to make so that you could make the mistakes, but at least you have the knowledge of why you made that mistake because of me. <laughs> so, you know, just knowing that everyone has to make their own mistakes, everyone has to fail forward in their own way. But if you could even just have that mentorship or that guidance or that knowledge, you know, I think is very empowering. Sometimes we can learn from each other's mistakes too. Yeah, for sure. So Ashley, thank you so much for that. And then the second to last one, we have two more. I just want to give a shout out to Eileen, who has been engaging with us through our text message. Our text message is our phone number, which again is 415-484-8329. And I actually had like an hour, I think an hour and a half long conversation with her Nani, like recently. Um, Yeah. So we, she called me on, I think it was like a Monday night. Yeah. It was like, it was during the week of Thanksgiving when that was supposed to be my week off. Right. But I was still, yeah, (laughs) I was still working. Of course you were. Of course you were. (laughs) Yeah. You got me. (laughs) I just can't stop working. Sure. I predicted that was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. No, you did. You did. Yeah. That (laughs) definitely did not change. I mean, the way that I worked that week was a lot different than my routine. But anyway, I had an opportunity to speak with Eileen for like a good hour and a half. And so a little background on her. She actually worked in government over here in DC. I mean, I'm not in DC, I'm in Virginia Beach, but she actually worked in DC and she got involved in politics. And we just had a really awesome intellectual conversation about politics in general, Nani. It was amazing. Yeah, Yeah. we, we like totally disclosed like who we voted for like back then and now. And, you know, it was just very transparent and and healthy. So much that Nani, I would love to bring her on around the time of the presidential inauguration. Like I think, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be great. And I already told her about this. So when she listens to this, which I'm pretty sure she will. (laughs) So hi, Eileen. Hey, Eileen. (laughs) Yeah, to talk to you. Yeah, is uh, I told her specifically. I said I would love to have you on around that time because you know, and and we've had this discussion too, Nani. I mean, politics is an emotionally charged conversation. It's like it's like rooting for your favorite sports team, no matter how shitty yeah. they are, you know, like you will just, yeah. you just, you're it's very dad. polarizing. <laughs> it's very, very polarizing. And it's like, you know, it's like a sports team. It's like, you're not going to listen to the other side, you know? Mm-hmm. However, you know, one thing we like to promote on the show is healthy <laughs> communication and healthy discussions and being able to talk about something so polarizing in a calm, respectful you know, patient manner, but you know, it is crazy either way. I'm excited to have her on. I'm excited for all of you to hear about her personal experience working in the government, working in politics, what it's like to even be a Filipina American woman working in government, by the way. We've had a a politician or someone working in government on the show before. So I would definitely am excited to talk to her. Yeah. So it was just really great to kind of have like, you know, just behind closed doors conversation with her on like her take on everything. And so I'm just excited to have that with her. And I think it'll be very educational for our listeners who want to be educated in that way and want to know how to communicate and know how to really spot the issues, like the real issues that's going on and what policies are really getting passed. But just knowing, like just kind of maybe going beneath that layer of anger sometimes and actually seeing issues for what they are. But anyway, that'll be fun. So shout out to Eileen for just that long conversation we've had. And before I get ahead of myself, any other thoughts about Eileen? No. Okay. All right. So the last person 
we want to give a shout out is Nicole. So Nani, we've been engaging with Nicole. So do you want to tell us a little bit about her? So we gave Nicole a shout out on, was it the last episode or our Thanksgiving episode? Thanksgiving, or yeah. yeah. On our Thanksgiving episode for texting us and basically just saying that she recently found our podcast and thank you for creating this space for Phil Ams and just a little bit about herself. And then after we shouted her out in that Thanksgiving episode, I had mentioned that she didn't leave her name, so I couldn't mm-hmm. say who it was for. And so she made a point to text us again and let us know her name is Nicole. So we're giving her another shout out. <laughs> yeah. So Nicole, hello. <laughs> and thank you for listening to our show. So again, we gave her a shout out in our Thanksgiving special, which is episode 81, which was released the day after Thanksgiving. So November 27th, 2020, which is already like so long ago. So crazy. I, I just can't believe it. I feel like every month keeps flying by this year. I'm like, it's yeah. already another month. Like, are you kidding me? It's already um, going to be the new year. <laughs> yeah, I know before you know it. Okay. But anyway, Nicole, thank you so much for engaging with us and following up with us, you know, saying, Hey, I heard you talk about me and I, I should let you know, my name is Nicole. So thank you for, you know, responding back and allowing us to honor you and celebrate you and talk about you again. So now, now you can brag to your friends that yes, you- welcome to the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're part of the family because we brought you up twice. So We love you and thank you for engaging with us. Anyway, in general, that's pretty much all the people we want to give a shout out to at this time. And as we move forward and as we continue to hear from you, um, we're going to continue to give you shout outs. And so, again, please reach out to us. Please connect with us. Also, if you don't want us to mention you on the show, feel free to mention that, too, because maybe, maybe, Nani, some people aren't texting us because they don't want the shout out. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Sorry if we're putting you guys on the spot, (laughs) but we really just want to, like, celebrate you and thank you and show our appreciation. And I know that we've gotten a lot of emails, text messages, DMs just in the last like year, Mm -hmm. year and a half. And giving the shout outs on the show while we're recording is not something that we started doing really until recently. And so we want to really make that a staple going forward so that you guys know, you know, how much we really appreciate that engagement. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, sorry, not sorry. I hope this made you feel good knowing that we're paying attention to you. But yeah, I guess we should make that disclaimer. Like if you don't want us to like, yeah, maybe- then just just let us know and we won't. Yeah. Or maybe maybe we, we should won't force them. your hand. Yeah, we should probably ask them like, can we share this on the show? Right. But oh, OK, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. We're still figuring that out. So please forgive us. <laughs> it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And also, if there's something that you guys want to ask us specifically or that you guys want to to talk about on the show, feel free. That's kind of originally why we created the phone number in the first place so that you guys could submit whatever your requests are for the show. Mm -hmm. So that's also um, an option. It doesn't always have to be showering us with love. (laughs) Although we'll take it. (laughs) Although we welcome that. (laughs) Yeah. We won't stop you from doing that. You can also (laughs) also request info from us. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or request stuff for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is a good overview of all the people we've engaged with, you know, some of the good people we've engaged with recently, Nani. And, you know, again, we can't stress enough that we want to talk to you and we need you too. So thank you for making yourself visible to us and validating us and reminding us that what we're doing is good and right and healthy for our community. So yeah, we can't thank you again. And we love you all so much for that. Yes, we love you. (laughs) Well, Nani, I think that's pretty much the main things we want to talk about today, really just, you know, promoting community and really leaning against each other, especially before you need it. 
And so I think that's really what today was about is just a celebration of that and like the community that is beginning to or continues to blossom here in our show. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, no. I mean, like we were talking about in the beginning, if you are looking for a little bit of, you know, perspective on what you're going through outside of your regular or go-to communities of support, we are obviously always here and that's what this show is about. And so if that is something that you feel like you could use right now, we are always here. Yes, we are. So the last thing I want to share is that we have a lot of exciting things to look forward to in 2021. One, one of the biggest things that I think we're really going to continue to build upon is community. And so, you know, with our newsletter, with our text messaging, but also going up and beyond and really creating a collective of our listeners who want to grow together and work together. And so what I'm really saying is that we are very open to collaborative opportunities with all of you, whether you've been on the show or not. But honestly, I'm going to say that the first requirement to consider collaborating with us is to get interviewed on our show. I think Mm -hmm. that is the pre-qualifying thing you need to do first. (laughs) Because... Yeah, because we want to get to know you and we want to honor your story. We want our community to get to know you. And once you go through that, we could definitely talk about collaborative opportunities. But that is definitely something to look forward to. So if you've been a guest on our show or you're about to be a guest, just know that we are offering that benefit to you to work with us and collaborate with us. Let's say you're a business owner and you're trying to get something out there. We want to find a way to work together to get that message or product or service out there. Or if you're a student and you just want to continue to be a part of this journey and grow together, you know we have a space for you as well. But anyway, we are going to be rolling out with that more in the new year. And until then, if you feel compelled to reaching out to us and sharing ideas, like again, shout out to Katrina, um, who her IG account is Katrina um, Still Draws. She shared an idea and I absolutely loved it. Like we want to hear from you now, like even if you haven't been on the show. So I don't want to discourage you from not sharing ideas because you haven't been on the show. I'm just saying (laughs) that we would love to have you on the show. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it, Nani. My husband is probably waiting for me. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's him. been more than 10 minutes. Sorry, yeah. Scott. <laughs> and uh, us, we get carried away. We do. Very we do. easily. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. What are you gonna, it's Saturday. What are you going to do? But yeah, I want to thank you all again to our listeners for being a part of this community, this collective. And hopefully we have our guests, our special guests on the show that will transition into. But if not, that's okay as well. But yeah, I mean... I don't know. Any closing thoughts, Nani, before we go? No, I think this is a good session. And I think we can just wrap with engage with your community and support your community and look for support from your community. Yeah, we're just obviously big fans of community over here. So we (laughs) want to make sure you get that before we go. (laughs) Yeah, you get that message. So if there's anything you walk away with is community and get a therapist. It's okay to get a therapist. It's okay to seek out mental health resources. It's like your feelings, your needs matter. And people will love you for it. And you will love yourself more for that. All right. Well, Nadia, we're going to wrap this up. So again, to our listeners, thank you all so much for joining us. Again, you can engage with us via text message. That's 415-484-8329. You can subscribe to our newsletter, which you can find on our website, tfawproject.com or tfawproject.com or the show notes of this episode. We love you all. And we hope that you are continuing to stay safe and sane during these interesting times. And we'll chat with you in the next episode episode. Peace out, y'all. Love you. Love you. Bye.
Love you. K. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs>